0: Hey, Carmen. Yeah, Lucky? Why did the blonde try to bite a donkey?
1: I don't know. Why did the blonde try to bite a donkey?
0: Because someone told her to eat their pagan ass. Hey bitches this is lucky licious and this is Carmen Kickass, and you're listening to eat my, eat my pagan, pagan ass. ass which episode is this carmen 29 29 awesome so um how you doing girl
1: good good how we missed
0: you? we missed you last episode
1: mm, i heard
0: <laughs> where what why what well, happened I, I listened, tell us I, about it
1: i listened to the uh podcast and um I think she was afraid to really say anything negative about me, because she knows. Granny? Granny. Uh-huh. I was afraid to say her name. Uh-huh. She whose name you cannot mention.
0: <laughs> Volta granny <laughs> But, uh, you know. They're granny Mort, which is I, better.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad that uh, I wasn't there.
0: Yeah, I well, I'm glad you weren't there, too, because yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to keep you off her. Mm-mm. She was saying some pretty serious shit about you. I know. Some, laying these, down some pretty fierce accusations. All
1: these lies. Every, I mean, come on.
0: Who's telling the truth? I am You are, of course, okay Of course you are
1: I am Uh-huh You know, I mean, just listening to her talk but None of them knew
0: how to fly so You've I, seen the Harry Potter movies? I was in it You were in the Harry Potter movies? Yeah, I'm the stunt double for Harry Potter In which movie? In all of them He did, that little boy didn't know how to fly a broom You need to experience, you need to be experienced witch to fly a broom like that So those scenes when he's like chasing the snitch, the golden snitch I caught the snitch
1: <laughs> you know, she's like She's crazy she, she sounds crazy She did this, she did that She, she knew the Pope They were in freaking <laughs> Germany together she, In the Nazi youth she wrote, she wrote freaking Harry Potter She did this, she did I mean, come on
0: It's not possible, right? No,
1: it's not possible
0: Even, even and if you said, are 150 years old
1: No, she didn't do any of that None of it You would have known by now you know, and then she's trying to steal my sarcophagus, my stuff, and she's claiming it to be hers. Right. Why is it now all of a sudden one thing happens to be the truth, that it's her sarcophagus and spells for the fountain of youth and all that? She's a liar. She's crazy. No. She's a sweet old lady, but I think all this... See, what happened is she's, she went down the, the wrong path. What do you mean? So She went down and she took the dark side. She's tampering the dark side and stuff!
2: Yes, yes, she did! The entire house
1: is dork-sided. Really? Yes, and that sweet lady that you get, that is the true (laughs) (laughs) Granny-licious. It's like the movie uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the book, Uh where um, he's a nice guy, but the the potion that he takes turns him into an evil guy. That's kind of what happens with Granny Licious.
0: Uh-huh. You
1: you didn't you haven't ever seen her in her, her dark mode. Mm. It's frightening. Have you? Of course. That's why I'm afraid of her.
0: She's truly evil when she's in that that mode. What do you mean though? Like when she when you caught her in your apartment? Yes. You saw her evil side. Yes.
1: She was like a dark. Evil cloud and she, uh, bulging eyes and and the, the same laugh. Hey
2: oh, that's the only way I was able to
1: recognize who it was.
0: <laughs> I just I, I would and never. And
1: her minions? No, there was. I,
0: I could never see it because she's she for me she's just. You been can't see it. She, you know, we she's baked apple pie. Right. She sits down. She's knitting me scarves. That's
1: the true granny. But when you see her in her altered state,
0: yeah. Mm-mm.
1: It's it's like being a bad alcoholic. You know these people that are really nice and they drink and then yeah. they turn into somebody else? That's yeah. her. Wow. But this is with the magic. You know? Wow. I mean you can say that well, what about you, Carmen, with your sarcophagus and you you know killing Mexicans killing Mexicans. But the thing about that is these are Mayan reincarnations. They've they reincarnate over and over again so they can be sacrificed. That's their deal with the universe. So you might think that I'm doing something evil, but I'm not. They're they're here to be sacrificed. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, they've made a, a a pact with the universe that this is how it is. So I'm not I'm not killing innocent people like she is.
0: Well, that's very fascinating. You could tell that to the judge if you ever get caught. I've tried. <laughs> I, I I'm still like I don't know where she is by the way, after after that podcast. She didn't even spend the night that night. She was gone. She went out, like she left early, like in the night, and I haven't seen her or heard from her since. So I she promised she was gonna write back or call me or whatever? I haven't heard anything, so I don't know where it is.
1: Just be careful. Be very careful.
0: All right. Uh, I'm
1: telling you as a friend. But
0: she's but I'm her own flesh and blood. I
1: know I know that. I know that. And it makes it hard. But
0: do you think you'll ever sit down and talk with her on the podcast?
1: Oh I would I would want to have somebody there and I want to know that she's coming ahead of time so I can do the proper protection spells uh-huh. I'm not gonna talk to her with my street clothes on and no protection no way do, are it's you, like a psychic condom are, I cannot are, relate to that woman without protection
0: are you a little worried knowing that she's in town right now maybe yes
1: yes I'm you, worried for you too Yeah. I'm worried for New York <laughs> you don't know you know the song by the Rolling Stones Sympathy for the Devil yeah. it was written for her <laughs> She did all that shit.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I I don't know.
1: All right, well, as this unfolds, you'll see. And maybe we will meet and have, you know, maybe we can work together, she and I, but, Uh you know, because she's not a bad person, like I said. It's just that when she gets into this magical thing of hers, she just turns into a...
0: A demon. You seemed pretty pissed off at her before we started the podcast. You mm-hmm. were, like, yelling and cursing her name.
1: It's because she scares me, so I had to, you know, oh. put up a front. All right. But I, I will be honest. I'm afraid of her, you know. And I should be, too. Yes.
0: And all of our listeners should be, too, probably.
1: Yeah, was so seeping through the microphone. And
0: <laughs> Like I said, it's it's been... You... <gasps> what
1: was that? Oh, I thought it was her. Oh, my God. Speaking
0: of, like, bad oh, things happening. Oh,
1: God. Alright, you tell the listeners So you
0: blame, okay I was horrified, we got an email from um, One of our listeners about a gay parakeet they, they, It was a really cute email They were sure their parakeet was gay, whatever As I'm reading it, Carmen says My parakeet's dead And I think Granny Licious is responsible
1: mm-hmm.
0: But you're serious, Have your, you see your a bird is dead Did you see
1: a, Do you see a parakeet here? No
0: nope. What happened? This is so depressing.
1: I was was listening to the podcast, and I was sitting where I am now, and I was facing the birdcage when I saw him fall off his perch while Granny was talking. My freaking bird is dead. So I ran over. I said, what happened? And he was laying there with his little legs up in the air, so I try to give him, like, a little massage. That's <laughs> so silly. L- like
0: mouth-to-mouth? Mouth no,
1: something. not mouth-to-mouth. Mouth, I at his little chest. Aww. I didn't know what happened. Oh. And, no, he was dead. And I try to cover him, and, and, I, and I took water, and I kind of sprinkled it in his face. I didn't know what to do. He's so little.
0: Mm-hmm. Gone. Do you think that... Do you think... I'm going to have to listen to that, other, that last episode with Granny again. Mm-hmm. Because um, I have heard of people, like, sending curses through podcasts and through audio recordings, do you think she was aiming for you and it got deflected or something and hit your bird? Well, or?
1: the thing is um, some people, some witches have familiars mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be able to absorb anything negative that goes that's aimed at that person at that witch. Mm. So it's possible that that happened with Paco, <laughs> my
0: little Paco. I'm so sad. I was just getting to know him.
1: You? what about me? We were hanging out. We were bonding. Aww. He would fly out of his cage and sit on my head. And now he's gone. Aww. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but I'm yeah, telling you.
1: But, you know, that that's true. A lot, a lot of people have cats and animals. Mm-hmm. Some people wear jewelry, and when the jewelry breaks, um, any negative forces that are aimed towards them breaks the jewelry, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, I believe that's what happened with with the bird.
2: Uh-huh.
1: you know people put mirrors. I have a mirror on my window so that if anybody's sending any negative and sometimes people do that inadvertently, like they might be jealous of you or they're oh that damn lucky or that damn Carmen, I hate her. so you know peop, that's why you have to be careful what you say about people.
2: yeah
1: so it's not that anybody's doing a, an actual spell, mm-hmm. but it's negative energy sent to you. So if you put a mirror on your windowsill facing out. The stuff reflects back. Hmm. You know, I have one at my desk at work.
2: <laughs> oh. You
1: know, it's just there. Nobody knows. It's just a little mirror. Yeah. You know, because um, where I work, it's very negative and toxic energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, nah, you're not gonna do it to me, and it just goes back. Yeah. You know, but this time the <coughs> it looks like the mirror didn't work <laughs> because my brother really is. Sorry. At, he has see he has a little mirror in the cage. See. Yeah. But that's so that he could look at himself.
0: I'm really sorry.
1: I don't know. I'm gonna get another one. Though. Yeah, I
0: was gonna ask you. Don't get a parakeet though. Why not? Well, because they just mm. they don't live so long. Cute. I mean, you heard my horror stories growing up. All my dead parakeets. So what should I get? A finch? Get a cockatoo, or a cock or three. I don't know. How many cocks do you want? <laughs> ah! <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I'll name him like Bruce. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is my cockatoo. I
1: get a cock or two. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, see? <laughs> She's going to have two dildos strapped to the perch in her cage. i
1: going get a cock or two. That's not what I mean.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I've had a pretty magical morning. Did you? Already, mm-hmm. well, you know Beltane's coming up. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, like uh, three years ago, I was living up in this part of the city that has lots of woods. And while I was up there, I came across this pole. It looked like a tree had fallen, and it looked just like a perfect maypole. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't have anything to do with it then. I was like, well, I don't know what to do with this. So I, I placed it up against a tree and, and like put it right into the nook or something mm-hmm. and uh, just left it there. And now three, it could be even four years, it's been a while, uh, years later, my new coven needs a maypole. And I said, oh, well, I have this tree that I, let's go up and see it. So we went up there this morning, hiked up to the top of the mountain. This is in Inwood? In Inwood, yeah. Uh-huh. The pole was right there, exactly where I left it. It took a. It, it was hard to kind of get it out. It was like stored in the stone. Like I was like, how the fuck did yeah, I even? Yeah, the knee not need together. Yeah, I couldn't imagine how I even put it in there, because I was like, it was so hard to get out. I said, how did I lodge this thing in here? And mm. the angles were all wrong. It had been like, and this other branch now was grown over it. It was so weird, mm. um, like it was married to that tree, right. like, and no one could could get it out with great effort except like I a, got like it out. Like a
1: set bone. Yeah. A set bone yeah.
0: And That's I got good. it out and uh, we took it down and on the way down we were talking about, you know, should, what, how long did we want to cut it? And I said, I want it to be exactly nine feet. Um, so we were going to take it back home and saw it. But then um, the guy I was with said, well, you know, maybe someone here in the park has a chainsaw. I was like, yeah, right. Who's going to have a chainsaw? Fuck if we didn't come across <laughs> two parks department people who had a chainsaw. Now, parks department... They stopped us. They said, what are you doing with that? Where are you taking that? And we yeah. said, oh, well, we need it for. He goes, what do you need it for? And my friend said, well, we have this May Day thing and it would be really helpful. He mm-hmm. said, well, you're not supposed to take take wood out of the park. We have tree poachers here. And um, right. if the park rangers see you, they're going to give you a ticket. And hey, yeah. And we were like, well, I guess we'll take our chances. Um, do you have a chainsaw? You know, and, and they <laughs> the fucking way. helped us. Yeah. The guy, even cool. even though they were like, no, he said, yeah, I'll help you. They got their chainsaw. They cut it down to nine feet and they also took off the knobs. Like there were some knobs and branches sticking out. Right. So now we have a nice straight pole. Right. Um, and we carried it right out of the park. We didn't see any park rangers. Um, and we also like another person helped us. They got us, um, some of the caution tape, you know, yeah. so I could tie it to the back because it was sticking out of the back of the car. And uh so it was like everyone the whole universe conspired to cool. to get this maple for that, us, that's against point. all odds including yeah. going up against the parks department they yeah. fucking helped us. Right. When normally they're that, real hard that, asses that about it. That pole
1: it. was meant to be yours. Yeah. I mean you found it you put it somewhere.
0: Right with a specific it, intent. It was there. This will be waiting our, my for maple you. one day. Yeah.
1: And you know the branches started growing around it trying to protect it yeah. keep it from you know, animals get into it and stuff. That's great. Yeah. How are you going to decorate it?
0: Uh, well, I don't think I can say what we're going to do to it specifically because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's part of the, the tradition. Um, right. But uh, we're going to do things. We're, we're going to do some carvings on it. Oh, nice. Um, sort of like at each a... each of the nine segments.
1: Sort of like a totem pole.
0: Right. And then, of course, we're going to do the ribbons. You know, we're going to dance cool. around it with the ribbons. Nice. So that's going to oh, be... That's nice. On May 1st. You're invited to come, by the way, if you Oh, I can to. come? Yeah, absolutely.
1: May 1st. I can't In the evening. In the evening. I won't be here. I'll be in Washington, D.C. Oh. I don't believe this. Every time you invite me to something with your yeah. group.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I would love to. Oh,
0: well. So yeah. that was my magical... It was like... I was so excited. I called the high priestess like in the car. I was like... We were like thieves in the night. Like, literally. <laughs> like, we could have been so busted... But, like, nothing stopped us. And my friend really had a lot more faith than I did because I oh, was... Oh,
1: wait. Is this the coven that you... This is the new one. The new one? Not
0: the gay men. So that was my magical adventure this morning.
1: It, it was, sounds like it's going to be a nice uh, Maypole.
0: Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I I can't believe that you... um. That's all you had to say about Granny Licious. I thought you were going to be foaming at the mouth and laying down all kind of shit but now you're telling me that you're fucking scared of her. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I can respect that.
1: Plus, I don't, I, don't, I don't want a magical war because it gets, it gets nasty because, you know, you do this spell and then you do that spell and it just escalates and the next right, thing you right. know you're throwing neutron bombs at each other. It's,
0: yeah, it's, and who's going to get caught in the crossfire lucky? Cool.
1: You know, fighting is never cool, really, yeah. you... You know, you can be mad at someone, but then you have to reflect and say, "All right, why are you mad?" And and I also thought to myself, you know, Carmen, you're just like her, except maybe ten years younger. You know, I'm I'm just like that crazy bitch. So, you know, it's just that she let things go too far.
0: Uh-huh. You know, it reminds and, me of like Carlos Castaneda, and mm, did you ever read his? Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And there's there's always like these evil sorceresses that are trying to kill you with the kernel of corn and shit. <laughs> it was like that. Like I I could see her being kind of like that old mm-hmm. like Mexican lady in the shrouds, you know, right? And uh, coming out of the the desert at night and just like
1: yeah, to you kill know, you
0: seriously you know? Like, so she just comes to kill you with magic.
1: You know, hate is not a good. It's not even a, an emotion. It's a feeling that you get and. And you can't... No, I'm not going to go that way. I'm not going to let her... Well, you
0: already have the lawsuit. I mean, what more do you want? Yeah,
1: and I mean, listening to her, you know... nothing is hers I mean, oh, you know and then she's going around telling people I wrote the law yeah I,
0: yeah. I, I, I married that judge yeah I mean, come on you know and then of course of course right and shit
1: I said, oh my god and then she's going around saying that there's, there's some parade or something or something that she's Guadalupe oh
0: yeah Day of the Dead
1: oh hell no she's more like Katrina the, the, <laughs> that skeleton lady that the, the Guadalupe give me a break oh. She's out of her freaking mind. Well, speaking
0: of, like, rage and anger, have you seen the Eat My Pagan Ass fan page lately?
1: Oh, with all the comments about uh, the Pope? Yeah. The, the dope?
0: I can't, the, the Pope is dope.
1: You know, but you know what? Um, way back, I mean, I'm talking like the 10th century or whatever, um... Ped- pedophilia has always been a big part of of um, Catholicism. It was sort of like a everybody had their little boy. It was part of the um, perks of being a cardinal or a bishop or any high-ranking, the Pope. So now it's trickled down into just some sleazy shit that they're doing. But you know, and then they're going around saying that it's oh, it's a gay thing. Uh, what are people? Are they nuts? Yeah. Really? Yeah. First, first they try to blame everything on the Jews.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> now the Jews ain't having it, yeah. so now they're trying to find another scapegoat, and it's the gays. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. who next? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I, I was just really sick bastard. I was disgusted, and this was a high-ranking Vatican official. This was their Secretary of State saying that uh, in defense of celibacy, celibacy, as you know, Catholic priests are required to take a vow of celibacy when they right. take the cloth, and. Uh, He said, celibacy is not to blame for the rash of pedophilia in the church. Homosexuality, on the other hand.
1: That does not not make sense. It's
0: so fucking wrong.
1: But that doesn't even make sense. It just doesn't make sense. It's just
0: smoke and mirrors, deflection, and mm-hmm. more lies. Right. And more targeting an, an entirely innocent segment of people. Right. Which is why I said something on the fan page about it. And I said, and my thing was just show me the proof. You say that there's a link between pedophilia and homosexuality? Show me the proof. And mm-hmm. you can't because there right. have been there tons no of studies done that show that there's no correlation there. Right. The correlation, most pedophilic men are heterosexual.
2: Right.
0: Most of these priests probably would be heterosexual.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would be very so surprised. They would
1: just have if they were if they were if, celib- if, the, if being celibate makes you want to have sex, then you go find some woman out there. A whoa. A whoa. Not some little kid. It just doesn't make sense.
0: No, it's awful. You know. It's a horrible abuse of power. It's even yeah. in even in Wiccan circles, in pagan circles, there are some strict ethical guidelines about you know you you remember like if you're a certain degree. You don't have sex with degrees below you because right. there's a conflict of you know power. Right. Um, if you're like a second degree, you've been in a coven for you know ten years, and, and some new guys. Some and the new classes are a, a coming de-grove, in.
1: The Grove classes come and in. And you know how they
0: are with stars and moons in their right. eyes. and They Ooh, worship he's a you. Second and degree. you know so much and whatever. Right. And you could completely take advantage, as Gerald Gardner did. You know, time, right. and, time, and, time yeah. and time and time and time and time time again. So maybe it is a Wiccan tradition. I don't know, but. It's not right. right. And uh, it ultimately... weakens not just
1: Wiccans. Any, any legitimate group of people mm-hmm. have that rule in place. Except NAMBLA. Right, because it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you can Like school teachers? School teachers. Um, and, and, and any group of people. I can't think of any school teachers, uh, doctors,
0: uh-huh. AA yeah uh-huh you
1: know it's anything yeah
0: it's it's like this, it's the thing about taboo, I think you know the thing that we're told we can't have we suddenly want and yeah. we covet it and uh i you know I've witnessed it firsthand uh, it, it's it's a, it's a temptation, it is a temptation, and you have to you have to have the f- moral fiber to say no, right. this isn't right that other person, that young person, that newcomer, whatever it is, is not going to know any better right. it's the responsibility of the quote unquote adult to Behave responsibly mm-hmm. and to pass on the tradition of ethical behavior.
1: Right.
0: And in pagan circles, this is extremely important because it's too easy for, you know, we, ha- I think we generally have a harder time than others, you know, like with our egos. Our egos are so wrapped up in our magical practice and spiritual yeah. practice, more so than other religions, which sublimate the ego to, you know, God and higher power and all that stuff. In Wicca, we're taught that, I mean, we're in paganism, God. we we're are God, God so right? Like-
1: these people take it like, oh, I'm God. I can do whatever I want. Right. You know, I was thinking of that this morning when I got my um, the email about Beltane in the park. This was a group that I was kind of circling with, but I didn't like them because it just turned into another, I'm the high priestess and you know, the rest of you are, you know, peons or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to find a group, you know, a, a pagan group that's not like that. Mm-hmm. That's more, you know. I said oh, I'll leave it for them, but I do like their pagan, pagan in the park uh, That's right. festivities. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, it's it's a hard temptation, you know.
0: It's like I always think of that scene in, in Lord of the Rings, where Galadriel, uh, Frodo offers the ring to Galadriel, and she's like, you know, the ring is, has this power. You know, she knows that if she were to take that ring, she would have ultimate power mm. um, over the entire, you know, whatever world. And you we see in her the entire fantasy played out like she would she would be a beautiful and she would you know they always think oh think of the good things I could do with this power and I would be a beautiful queen and I would be terrible and people would fear me and love me like she goes crazy yeah,
2: yeah. and
0: then passes through it you know she she passes the test so to speak a lot of people just don't pass the test because we're all human right it doesn't matter just because you wear a tiara and a silver star in your forehead and you're standing in the middle of the circle doesn't make you any better Right and you know, de facto than anybody else in that right, circle. right? And just everyone but has, that. this is where humor comes in. People should not fucking take themselves so goddamn seriously. Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
0: Get over Cause, yourselves.
1: Because there was a high priestess that I knew, and then... I'm mm-hmm. not mentioning there, names. There was... A, <laughs> and there was a ritual that we were waiting and waiting, and she had a, um, a custom of always being late, uh-huh. and somebody said something to her about we were going to leave. She goes, but I'm the high priestess. That did it for me. Yeah. That 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 did it for me because I was on the verge, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't wanna be bothered with this. But when she uttered those words, I was like, oh no, this is not where you yeah. wanna be and yeah. who you wanna be with. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: it comes from a tradition, though, in Wicca, that where the high priestess was, you know, she, her word was it.
1: Well, fine, fine. I could see that. If you're the boss, so to speak, in anything, your word is it because somebody has to lead. But what I'm saying is don't use it that I'm the high priestess and I can do whatever I want. And if I want to be four hours late to this ritual, I will be. No, 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 no.
0: The Pope is the Pope, and he's always on fucking time to his rituals.
1: Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> come on.
0: I mean, that old fart can do it. So can That's your he fucking... he doesn't have
1: much time to waste, uh, that old fart. Uh, <laughs>
0: because he doesn't have his boy anymore keeping, keeping, uh, keeping him on the ball.
1: We're always bitching, aren't we? We are bitching.
0: <laughs> we are bitching, but... You no, know, we're
1: not bitching. We're venting, and we're we're trying to let people see that, you know... Don't take yourself so seriously all the time. And, and I
0: guess also, you know, just to get back to, you know, expression, healthy expression of anger and rage. And yes, the Catholic Church should be brought to task mm-hmm. and brought, you know, to the mat to to be accountable, held accountable for their irresponsible statements. You know,
1: I just can't. They've apologized for other things before. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that this guy actually said that. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, In this and,
1: day and age, this wasn't. You know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 500... This is today. Right. Have a, just say, we were wrong, we're going to try to clean this up, you know, whatever you have to say. But yeah. to say that, oh my God.
0: But I guess, you know, some of the comments on the fan page, a lot of them are pretty funny, actually. And some of them are really weird. But That's all right, because we like that sort of thing. Mm. But some of them, you know started coming off a little violent sounding you know like
1: that's never uh, good
0: right and so you know violence isn't I mean unless there's
1: no place for that
0: until until a priest knocks on my door and has like a, a steak and some gasoline and he's ready to burn me because I'm gay mm. you know in that situation I will fucking kick his ass oh yeah you know? of course but that's right revival now right now it's still a highly politicized thing it's a social thing and you know call you know Discussion is what's what's needed right now, and especially discussion and within wills. the Catholic Church. Catholics yeah. really need to, because not all Catholics feel this way, and they need to step up and start, you know. There was one priest, I think in New Jersey, who said, enough is enough. This is, this is irresponsible. Mm. Um, the Pope should, he's calling for the Pope to resign. A priest, a lowly priest. Mm. Here in America said so the Pope should step down because of his cover up of the pedophilia things, right. and more of that needs to happen
1: see that 's what you have to do rather than people sitting around in the living rooms bitching mm-hmm. like this priest did. He stepped up to the plate and he said, "All right, listen, you you have to resign. you know um, I applaud this priest because this is what we need that 's the only way change is ever going to happen
0: right and I mean, the same but the same no, back to our community, you know. We cannot walk around with our heads in our asses and think, you know, that, there's, that our high priests and high, you know, our authority is infallible. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. We know everyone is imperfect. Mm-hmm. And we all need to treat each other equally in, in our communities.
1: Right. My, my thing is, you know, high priestess, high priest, whatever, whatever you want to call yourself we need to respect them and give them their due respect or whatever Mm -hmm. but i just don't like it when they take that and use it against You know, and try to act like, oh, these are my minions. They must do what I say. You know? Yeah. No, that's, no.
0: We're so, we're a little serious today, but that's all right. I know. We're going to switch up some gears. Well, you know, your bird is dead. (laughs) Grannylicious is throwing curses at you. It's cloudy and rainy outside. You know, whatever. I can understand. Hopefully our fans could understand, too. Yeah. If you want to laugh, listen to another episode. (laughs) (laughs) This uh we got an email from, you know, Firelight and mm-hmm. he's got a he's got from the Inciting a Riot podcast and he's got a project called uh Project Pagan Enough. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty interesting. It's um this comes this goes back to like treating each other with fairness and equality and whatever. And this is really about pagan infighting and pagans judging other pagans and and some pagans thinking other pagans aren't pagan enough because Mm -hmm. they don't wear all the black eye makeup or the black clothes or they don't have all the right jewelry or whatever it is. Right. And so Firelight has started this movement to just say, you know, if you wear... Abercrombie and Fitch, if you listen to Lady Gaga, if you have a corporate job, whatever it is, you are pagan enough. And people should not, you know, ostracize or ridicule others just because they don't think, feel, act, and behave exactly as they do.
1: Right, I agree with him.
0: That's terrible.
1: Being pagan is not how you dress or how you look. Hell no. Being pagan is what you believe in. Right. So if I believe in the same thing other pagans believe in, that's pagan enough. Just because I don't dress the way they do. Mm Mm-hmm. What, what does that have to do with anything
0: i I, I wouldn't I just i don't but,
1: but people are like that people like to form cliques people like to belong to things they feel like outsiders so to me anybody that looks down at another pagan or any other group for that matter
0: mm-hmm.
1: is only showing their own insecurity
0: yeah I think it does a big disservice to mm-hmm. you know us um, you know if, if nothing else I know. I know. I, I tend to put a lot of like idealism onto what pagans are and what what I am in in my paganism and, and mm-hmm. others. But honestly, I mean, somebody's gotta have the open mind, and it might as well be us, you mm-hmm. know. And and somebody needs to lead the way, you know. For there's so many communities out there, religious communities that are all about they're the special, they're the chosen. Right. Um, everyone else is wrong. Right. Um, we need to set a different example, and. And stay strong in that and practice it in our daily lives, whether it's dealing with other pagans or it's dealing with Christians right. and Jews and Muslims and whatever. And and I know we say things so, too. You about know, my other my, groups, my
1: philosophy is to each his own. If you wanna be Christian, go ahead. Right. If you wanna be pagan, go ahead. If that's you what Granny Licious Jew- said. Oh no Whatever
0: does your poor old soul good. That's yes, fine, by me. But
1: that's what I mean. She I see a lot of her in, or a lot of me and her, or her and me, whatever.
0: That's kind of scary. Yeah,
1: it is scary. <laughs> but it's true. But you know, it's just, it, you know. I was I, Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that law. That's my law. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I always say that whatever floats your boat. But I, but I always forget to add the part about, um, don't forget about cause and effect. If you want to do something, always remember. What effect is this going to have on me, mm-hmm. or my family, or those around me, or whatever? Mm-hmm. So I always, I, I never throw that part in, but I should, you know. But whatever floats your boat, if you and what and if this person wants to be, whatever, you know, Jew, Catholic, Muslim, let him. What what is what does his religion have to do with me? Leave me, leave him alone, whatever. Right, right. You know, when I first got into paganism, I thought that that was a general. Feeling of most people that every, I thought most pagans felt that you do what you want to do. But as I got um, more involved, I said oh no, they're just that's not true. They're just like everybody else, you know. They look uh-huh. down at other religions. Uh-huh. Let everybody be. Just you know, what the hell? Let but if I don't want to wear black and, 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 and goth makeup, then I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. So there's to it.
0: I like black and goth makeup. So do I. Yeah. I just don't. Huh? I don't have. I, I just don't dress that way. Yeah, all the me time. either. I think it's you know, fierce.
1: It is. I like to see guys with, with the the eyeliner. Uh-huh. The the guy liner. Oh that's I cute. think that looks good.
0: Frankly, I don't care what people wear, I just I just if they can, they should wash it every once in a while. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, know? Like, yeah. Don't wear yeah I'm all
1: into cleanliness. Yeah, that's you know, where like, I draw the line. It doesn't matter
0: what you yeah. wear, just be clean about it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Seriously. <laughs> um, do you wanna do some some listener emails? Sure. all right we got tons of listener emails um yay everybody yay thank you so much there are a bunch here that we can't we just can't get to them all we're gonna try to respond to you even even though some of these are a few weeks old now um we're gonna send you guys an email and just let you know that we got them and we really appreciate it. We love. I try
1: to you. answer the email. Yeah,
0: you're you're doing good. Yeah. If you really want an answer, just email Carmen at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. She'll email you right away.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, remember, we were talking about raising gay kids and all that shit, and, mm-hmm. and how you should do it. Well, we got this email from Amy. Hey, Amy. What's up, Amy? Amy. What does she say here?
1: She said that um, she listened to episode 27, and she just had to say hi. Oh, I I said to myself when I read this. I know this name. Yeah, yeah, she sent me a card.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: she sent me a card. Okay, that's where I know the name from. Oh. And then, she's, what's she, what is she saying here? She's just saying so that... She says she has a seven-year-old daughter, yeah. and they've had a lot of talks about love and all that, and she knows that it's okay for men and women to love whomever they want, even if it's another man or woman, and she says that she has a lot of gay and bi friends, and she's going to be proud of her daughter no matter what road she chooses. So um, and since they live in Massachusetts, she can get married either way. So that's
0: yay, cool. Massachusetts gay All marriage right.
1: and uh, Hawaii and Mexico.
0: Oh yeah! Yeah, I, I said, yeah.
1: oh my god! Yeah.
0: Well, they're trying to get me to go down there so they could sacrifice me. There's probably some like Carmen kick-ass Mexican version who's like telling, telling her people. Yeah, Lucky's, you know, he's a reincarnation of a uh, old, my,
1: mind descent. Yeah. You have to be a reincarnation of a mind uh-huh. descent. And
0: he's destined to be sacrificed right. on my chocolate altar. Mm-hmm. Oh God. That is some altar. shit. That is a nice tail you're spinning over there, Carl. Absolve Ch- your behavior. <laughs> Which I told you I support, remember? Yeah, Don't I know, you know I'm, I'm behind you hundred percent. Don't forget if you're Mexican, you know, email email, email at gmail.com and we'll fly you a Say, special.
1: Hola Hola, (laughs) ¿qué
0: tal? Um, we haven't... Oh, I I just
1: wanted to tell Amy... Amy, I'm I'm proud of people like you who teach your children from a young age to be tolerant. Yeah. You know, really, that's really cool because you're going to have one happy adult. Your daughter's going to be a happy adult because she's going to have all these hang-ups and hate. She's going to have a lot of friends. And, you know, good for you. You're doing a good job.
0: Cool. You're
1: doing a good job.
0: Um, we got an email from uh, Dark Wolf, and he says... um, I I, I love. I just discovered your podcast recently. Um, I've downloaded your whole library and I've been overdosing on Eat My Pagan Ass every chance I get. Keep up the great work. He goes. Um, I've had. I had to write because I've noticed something weird. Um, we you know we pull a rune or tarot card in some of our older episodes and these are sure. things that we recorded. I don't know, like four years ago. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says um, you're freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> That's good. He goes. I've noticed that whenever you read a tarot or a rune card. a rune or tarot card on the thing whatever you describe has a direct and specific application to something that's going on in my life right now so he says i'm listening to something you recorded two years ago and it's like you're commenting in my life at this very moment if i'd listened to that particular podcast the day before or the day after it wouldn't mean very much but not once not twice but three times now your interpretation of the tarot or rune was right on the money describing something i needed to think about and or deal with that very day needless to say i'm hooked i know karma when i feel it thanks for the awesome podcast keep up the great work
1: cool that's synchronicity. Yeah. Really. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced that. Mm-hmm. You know, you read a, an old podcast and yeah. they say something that's relevant. And sometimes you need to hear something at that time.
0: Yeah. Well, know? remember when we, when we first started doing that, we actually put out that intention that we said, we're going to, uh, whatever's going to come up, it's going to be something that people need to hear mm-hmm. right now. And then, so we recorded that four years ago and you find that episode now. And
1: right. I think it's pretty like, cool. He pulled a rune card by listening to a podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: You know, the universe will always lead you to the answer. That podcast could have been in his iPod for months. Uh-huh. And he just chose to listen to it today because today was the day that he was supposed to listen to it. Yeah. There were no accidents.
0: Yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. I, I always get a big there kick no out accidents. of thinking, like, the universe is speaking through us, Yes. you know, yeah. to people and...
1: You know, sometimes I'll listen to music and I hear the right song,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or I could be list- watching a movie and there's one little sentence that makes so much sense to me. Because I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. I listen for these things. And th- it's not an accident that I heard that. Yeah. You know, I always find this was happening with him. You uh-huh. know, he listened to that podcast today for a, a reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's like. Or I- you,
1: you could get a, a book. And, and, and just, you know, you're looking for an answer for something, uh-huh. and you just open it, point at a paragraph, and read it, and it'll apply to something that you want to know.
0: Yeah. Well, My, my mother, my mother uh, had her birthday recently, and I was uh, wanting to get her a birthday present, and so on the way over here, I was thinking, you know, what would she really like? And she recently lost a lot of weight, and I think um, she would really love some, like, sexy women's underwear. But I was like, well, I don't know what kind of lingerie to get, and... <laughs> You opened the door to let me in, and there you are, standing head to toe in fucking Victoria's Secret Lingerie. Yeah There you go. And I said, that is it. That's what I want to get my mother. There you go. That was pretty amazing. hmm
1: You know, because I said to myself, get dressed. Yeah. Lucky's coming any minute. Right. I'll just stay. And sure enough... And
0: I saw what I needed to see. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot that I didn't need to see, too. <laughs> <but>. <laughs>
1: But that's what it is. It's synchronicity and the universe speaking to you. That's right.
0: All you got to do Look is for listen. Look the signs. All you got to do is listen. Mm-hmm. All right, here. We got another email. You want to read that? Sure. You, I underlined the bits that need to be... Well, okay. the whole fucking thing, actually.
1: This is from Memory Seeker, and he's 17, or she... Um, He says, I feel completely alone in my religion with no one to have discussions with. I try to listen to pagan podcasts and soak up some information and make me feel a little less freakish. But most of the time they are boring. And for incredibly adept witches, which obviously I'm 17, I'm clearly nowhere near adept and I won't claim to be. So your podcast really makes me feel there are pagans out there that enjoy living life in their religion, and I don't have to do Martha Stewart witchcraft. Thank you so much for uh, just doing what you do. You give me the courage to start coming out of the broom closet, and I feel so much happier not hiding away. I love you guys. Sincerely, photographic memory.
0: Ah. Okay. Wow. You know... Well, we're glad to be here.
1: Well, you know, this is a 17-year-old person, Uh and they're just trying to find their... Place in the world.
0: I hope this person's listening to the podcast with the permission of his or her legal guardian. You have to and be I, 18 years old to listen and, to this and, podcast. And
1: I'm yelling out their name. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: gonna, have my email gonna, address.
1: We're going to have to bleep out that part. Huh. You know, just... Just be yourself, and you know, be happy with who you are. You'll you'll find your your way. You're 17 years old. Yeah. Oh my God, when I was 17, I was oh the dumbest shit. It's a miracle I'm still alive. Uh huh. I was like,
0: Are you really still alive, though? I mean, <laughs> you look, you walk, you talk, but I mean, this fucking sarcophagus preservation shit. Are you really still alive? I don't even know anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. Come and turn into a pile of dust.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I remember being 17, and it certainly was, I felt isolated and mm-hmm. alone. Right. Back then, it was, you know, gay. I was living in a gay-free zone. You know, However however, you awake to your identity and consciousness at whatever stage, um, you may notice that y- you're isolated and You're alone.
1: not alone. No. Nobody, you know, you I may think that's f- a really important feel message. You may feel alone.
0: Yeah.
1: Y- you may feel freakish or whatever. You, you feel different. We all feel the same way. If you talk to other 17-year-olds, if you talk to a 27-year-old, 37-year-old, we all feel the same way. A,
0: a 127-year-old. Yeah,
1: a 117-year-old. <laughs> we, we, you're not alone. Everybody feels the same way you do. We all feel that we all have the same insecurities. We all have the same hang-ups. And you'll see, if, if you're going to forget about all this crazy stuff, you know. And being a pagan is something that you choose to be so don't feel ashamed to be pagan this is what you chose this is you chose to be this right yeah so there's no reason there's no reason to feel ashamed or, or scared yeah i'm not saying you have to you know everybody that you meet hi my name is carmen and i'm a pagan no but what about that time that we went away on vacation and they asked us how did we meet but what was my response
0: I don't remember We
1: met in our coven Oh, right I'm not ashamed. You asked me, I told you But right. I, I wasn't going to tell them uh, Oh, yeah, this is my friend Lucky And we met in a coven No, you asked me Well, I'm going to tell you yeah. You know, and if you don't like it I'll just run really fast <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, you know Don't be ashamed of who you are Don't be afraid of who you are You're unique and you're beautiful You know, everybody's
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> My Everyone's
0: <part. laughs> beautiful. Everyone's beautiful.
1: No, the, uh, I just, true. I just don't feel that people should be isolated because they feel different. You're not different, you know. Why are you different? Yeah. You know, and if you're afraid of being gay or whatever, okay. So you, you keep it to yourself until you feel a little bit more secure with it, and then when the time is right, you, you, um, you come out of the closet. And if it's impossible for you to do so. Then you move to a place where it's accepted, and you start your life over there.
0: New York City, boys. Oh, my God, New York. (laughs) (laughs) That's why a lot of us, you know. It should be Zoo York. It is Zoo York.
1: This morning, I I, I went to work. It was hilarious. On on the way home, there was um, this little girl came in with this outfit on. I don't know what it was. It looked like Peruvian, and it was full regalia. And then her father was wearing like this hat, and they, they were very. And it wasn't like they were going to parade; they were very Peruvian. And I saw when he gave her like a little leaf to chew on, must have been a cocoa leaf. And I'm watching them. So then, like two, three stops later, the doors open. A Mexican band comes in with a with a cello and accordion. I said, "Only oh, in New York!" So here's this band playing. Here's this father and daughter, you know. Then a little while later these kids come in they're all like hip-hop and they're all with their radios and i said oh my god and then i came up with the idea zoo york
0: um we'll put that in the podcast because i've been going around with my iphone and whenever Mm -hmm. like musicians come on the subway Mm -hmm. i record them so i've got music from senegal in africa cool um you know music from the andes Music from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you hear lots of really amazing shit just yeah. going around. Just, you know. Yeah,
1: and then when you go to Grand Central, they have that little area between the shuttle and I think it's the number five.
0: Oh, where like the crazy break dancers, the little, the little yeah. five-year-old piano player. Yeah, and then they
1: have the uh, the drummers I love when they big play uh, djembe players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It is cool. But I thought it was funny on that... That train home ride was like maybe half an hour. Three different things that amused me, you know. It's just amusing.
0: I like other, the old, other people
1: I, get pissed off. See? I like the
0: old blind accordion on the end train in Astoria. Oh I've never seen yeah him. he's pretty cool. Yeah. that's cool. All right, more listener email. Let's see. Um, oh, we did parenting already, right okay. mm-hmm. um, We got uh, a listener in Brazil. Yay, Brazil. Gre- great greetings, Lucky Luscious and Carmen Kickass. Um, I discovered your podcast recently and I'm enjoying them a lot. I've listened to them almost all. Um, he, he goes on to say something like he loves the music that we play in our podcasts. Oh, thanks. And and wants us to, um, you know, put put the photo, the credits, and things like the artist title and artist title. I've started to get better about it. I mean, although there's a lot of songs that we use in these podcasts, Mm -hmm. um, that if I were to have to keep track of them all and put them in there, that that's a little bit more work than I really kind of want to do. Usually the featured song at the end of the podcast you know I'll, I've started to to put the credit on there especially if it's an independent artist like my friend glitter Pussy had her song um, we've we've had some like Talia was another of the pagan artists that we featured
1: what was that song that you played last week with granny Licious
0: uh, Christians and the Pagans?
1: with the uh, Christmas dinner yeah uh-huh. that was good I yeah, like that it was yeah. kind of funny that's yeah.
0: Dar Dar Williams I think Dar is the Williams name. that yeah. was that
1: was a good song I yeah like that totes
0: happen totes (laughs) so um, he said at the end of episode 13 uh, there was We Are Circle Moving which is a song was that my voice like Elicious yes it was (sighs) I sang it I sang all the parts I dubbed over myself that's
1: that's a good uh, it's a nice song
0: it is a good song except um, obviously I'm stuffed up you can hear my. now I'm going to shoot myself down but I listen to it I'm like oh I'm really stuffy I should re-record that and um, people don't hear it. I've been recording some new music too, actually, now that I'm back in kind of like with the pagan group that I'm I'm doing, this new group, they're mm-hmm. they're looking, you know, for some Do you music have a name
1: for the group or Yes. Can you say? Can you uh, share? not on the podcast, but I'll tell, uh, you, I'll later. tell you
0: later. Yeah. Okay. Um so anyway, I will try to do that. You know, we'll try to like always give credit to the, the music artists and whatever. And also if you guys have um you know, pagan music stuff that you like. Let us know. I think there's a discussion thread on the My Pagan Ass Facebook fan page, um, where we ask, you know, what's your favorite movie, what's your favorite book. I think there's a music section there too. So feel free to post your comments, and um, we don't get alerts when people actually post on that. We have to kind of remember to go check. Mm-hmm. So if you guys ever post anything or you see some interesting hot stuff happening on the fan page, you know, shoot us an email and let us know because you know we don't we're not, we try to check it regularly, but we can't always be there. And we love that you guys are all talking to each other. We yeah, that's, that's cool, huh? Yeah, it's really yeah, cool. I like that. Oh, here, here, Carmen. This is a confused little witch that needs advice.
1: All right, let's see. Should I read the whole thing? Well, sure. All right. Uh, this is from Kate. Hi, Kate. I just started listening to your show not too long ago, and I absolutely love, love, love it. My name is Kate, and I'm a 22-year-old eclectic Wiccan in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Hello, and Kate. A, and I'm a Virgo. Sadly, I am in deep. I, I am so deep in the boom closet. I am finding Yule presents
0: <laughs> from like three years ago.
1: <laughs> oh, there it is. That's like today. I went in that closet and I found all those pictures. <laughs> around the major Christian holidays, I am finding it difficult to avoid people asking me, "What does that thing around your neck mean?" It's a hickey, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> They either really don't know or it's they... It's
0: cancer. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Oh, no.
1: Cancel that. Cancel that. Oh. They either really don't know or they're testing me to see uh, what I saw and they plot how to try to convert me.
0: No, oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah. No, because why would they ask you that?
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, they know. No,
1: they know. Of course they know. Yeah. You know... Uh, d-
0: if you didn't know what it was, you would just think it's a design. I wore a, a pentacle ring to a, a Christian, like Christmas thing, one day at a mm-hmm. Catholic church, and yeah, one of my one of my cousins knew, and they were like, "What is that? Yeah. You know, what do what does that mean? What does that represent?" Yeah, asshole. The <laughs> devil. <laughs> 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 fuck me! Fuck me! <laughs> 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 yeah, wear it. Merry fucking Christmas, <laughs>
1: <laughs> The thing is a pentacle, by the way. And it's actually very subtle. It, see, she says, it looks like a flower and it's surrounded by flowers. So why do you have to ask what is that? It's flowers.
0: Say it's jewelry if they ask for more. Why do you want to know?
1: I had this crazy idea to wear Star of David around the holidays so that people would get the idea that I am not Christian and they wouldn't let me feel the need to bother me over it. Plus, the Star of David is a kind of pagan symbol as well, and I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know what? You are who you are. You're pagan. There's no reason to act Jewish, right? Such if, a thing should happen. If, if such a thing should happen. I'm going <laughs> to the concourse. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Well, you know, if, if they ask you, tell them. You want to, like, where did we meet? Yeah. And I told them, if you really want to know. But let me go back to what I said before about, um, you know, cause and effect. Is this going to cause a big rift in your family or whatever? But even if it does and if and if this is serious to you and it's important to you then tell them who you are.
2: Yeah.
1: Then don't hide who you are. Yeah.
2: You know, you got to live it.
1: You are you. You know, why should you be ashamed about who you are? You right. what? Right. And not only that, but this is something you chose. You know, it's not like you're uh it's not like you're from Palestine and you live in Borough Park. You know, that's a very big Jewish neighborhood for those of you. Then I might hide it because I might get killed. But this is something you chose. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, go ahead. If they want to know what it is, you say, you know, you find an, an intelligent way to answer. This is a pentagram, and this is what it means. It's a symbol that's been around for thousands of years. It predates the cross, and I like to wear it because of my beliefs in Paganism, and then and if they want to know what, oh, well, well, what is paganism? You know, it's an earth-based religion, and we, you know, worship the the earth and the seasons or whatever. You know, you, you might convert one or one or two people.
0: Right, because it's all about converting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Proselytizing. The pagan
0: agenda. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
1: there who are like nervous because i have to admit i was nervous too when i first started this path but i got over it you know i just spoke to a few people I, i i talked to a few people that i thought were you know a little um wiser and would give me good advice and i got it and here i am I mean, you
0: know. Yeah, you know, we, we have the only way we're going to change the world and change, you know, societal views. I mean, things are a lot better than they used to be in the '80s. In the '80s, it was like, oh, we right. are Christian and baby killing, you know, devil worshipping, you know. That's murderers. like Amy.
1: She's teaching her yeah child to you know do yeah. the right thing, basically.
0: So be the know? change you want to see.
1: You have to be it.
0: Stand up for yourself. You and, have
1: to be the change.
0: And and I think for for me, it was kind of like a an inner. You know, as much as I embraced paganism, there was still a bit of skepticism about you know my decision to go on this path, and um, you know what were my motivations for doing it? For one thing, did I just was I doing it just to be different? Mm. You know, was I whatever, and um, or am I just delusional and you know living in a fantasy well, world trying
1: and, to rebel. or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and and sure, there's you know the, whatever there's elements of all of that uh, wrapped up in in these sorts of things, but the the truth is that. Um, I had to. I had to sit down with myself and ask myself. You know, okay, I'm an adult now, and um, I'm free to choose any path I want. And there are reasons, Mm -hmm. thought out reasons, Mm -hmm. and philosophies that I have, and my own ethical system that shows me over and over again. Whenever I run the questions, paganism is it. Right, uh, polytheism is it? Pantheism is it? You know, goddess worshiping, Mm -hmm. god and goddess balance, harmony, equality, open-mindedness, multiple paths. La la la, that is me. And no of none of the other existing religions out there suit that.
1: Right, I mean, if if there was a religion out there that worshipped Apollo, and it was a, a religion based on music and you're a singer, and you love to sing, and you love music, and that's your thing, mm-hmm. then that's your religion. Right. You know, it doesn't matter how you do it, as long as you worship the divine. And my way of worshiping the divine is this way. You know, yeah, I would love to meet, I would love to meet a group of people that I, you know, um, respected and looked up to and, and, and joined the covenant with them. That would be ideal, but it hasn't happened. But it will. It's just like finding a relationship. Like, we were talking earlier about relationships.
0: Because we're always talking about guys here, guy trouble.
1: (laughs) you know. So I would love to find that kind of a relationship. It hasn't happened yet, but it will. You know, it will. Mm -hmm. No big deal. But, you know, to me, it's all about worshiping the divine and how you worship it. You know, in the morning, first thing I do is I wake up. Oh, thank you, you know, for another blessed day. Thank you for your favor, all that, you know. And then I go on with gratitude, my day. Right. Mm-hmm. Gratitude. gratitude. You know, I'm a big thing on gratitude. I'll find exactly what I'm looking for when the time comes. Like you we said were gra- talking.
0: gratitude, not granny Gratitude.
1: granny <laughs> Granny has a tood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have a bad granny Um, But, you know, she mentions wearing the Star of David, for mm-hmm. instance. And it is... It is a pagan symbol. Also, it represents the 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 harmony of earth and sky. You know, yeah, the downward the, triangle, the
1: two triangles yeah. meeting. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and it's so the union. union of heaven and the earth, union, basically, yeah. and balance, total balance, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's all part of that system of geo- geometrical shapes and, and what they represent. You know, sacred geometry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if if you wanted to wear a Star of David. First of all, I wouldn't call it a Star of David. I would call it a, a six-pointed star. Or oh, it has,
1: it has a name, but a I forget what it is. A
0: henticle, a hexacle, a, a popsicle. <laughs> Can I get a strawberry hexicle? <laughs> um, See, the, the thing I... But do it for the right reasons. Don't do it out of fear. Don't do it because you're trying to cover up or pretend to be something right. you're not. Do it because you think the six-pointed star is more representative of where you want to be right. at, at your particular you don't, stage. You don't
1: want to... I'm Half. moving up
0: to a seven-pointed star because of my work with Venus and fairies and all that. It's a mm-hmm. seven-pointed star. They
1: have different um, symbols. You, it doesn't have to be the pentagram. They have different symbols that you could use. I wouldn't use the Star of David simply because...
0: It's like the, I'm wearing a swastika because it's a pagan symbol.
1: Right, and, and it was a pagan and symbol. it was,
0: but everyone's going to... But now no,
1: they associate it with the wrong thing, so I'm not Jewish. There's no reason I would wear a Jewish star because people are going to think I'm Jewish And to me that's I'm I'm hiding I don't want to hide I am who I am and I'm proud of who I am And I want people to know And if you're going to change the world like we said earlier It has to start with you And a simple thing like wearing A pentagram is going to do that More people start wearing it It'll become more Um, Accepted and people see it, and they're not gonna look who's this guy wearing that crazy symbol, you know. Mm -hmm. So just don't be ashamed of who you are, you know. And they have lots and lots of different um, um, symbols that you can wear, doesn't have to be that.
0: Well let's let's put a discussion page on That's our... That's
1: another that thing about that. pagan enough. Everybody has to have their, you know, pagan ring and everybody has to have their pentagram around their neck and every, mm. I remember one time we went to the beach and I was laughing to myself because even the beach blanket had a pentagram on it. I'm like, "Damn, these it was just too much." And then the music, we we we, we bought music and all the CDs were pagan. I was like, "I was Going beside myself. Yeah. Remember that party I went to with it's all the like a Greek- cultural ghetto. Yes, yeah, like when you 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 live in this earth, you live in this world, you have to blend it. It's the, you, I'm not just pagan, you know. It, it, it's like that party, the New Year's party, with the Greeks. It was all that Greek music. And it was driving me nuts. Uh-huh. It was the same thing that day at the beach. It was. Like five hours of nothing but pagan music. Marry me. Oh, my a God. Marry me again. Oh, my God. I was going, I wanted to drown myself.
0: <laughs> Take me now, great mother Ocean. <laughs> Wash away my misery and pain. When Claim they, my soul once when more. They,
1: when they shook out the blanket to put on the sand, and uh, I saw this giant, I said, oh, no. Uh, vagina? <laughs> I knew,
0: no, big giant. Oh,
1: no, vagina, I thought big, giant big giant pentagram. Uh, I was like, oh, God. And and, and then uh, they wanted to play pagan games. It was, it was almost like, um, you know, these Christian people that do everything uh, Christian. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. this is. This is too much. I can't deal with this.
0: It's like, you know how it, in <laughs> uh, in New York City, there's a big RV that goes around. It's the, like hasid, It's Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. What's it called? It's um, called the Mitzvah Mobile or something.
1: Mit- yeah. Uh-huh. And
0: uh, it goes around and you know, they, they want to like and do.
1: And they play Jewish music. Yeah. they have the, the picture of that guy. Yeah, and the and
0: Moshe, whatever his name is. Moshe. Moshe. Yeah,
1: Moshe.
0: <laughs> Moshe. Um, I could. Could you see like a big pentagram (laughs) RV going down Broadway playing pagan music? Are you pagan? Like walking up and asking everybody. a VW bus. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally.
1: (laughs) Flowers on
0: the side. (laughs) They going up and asking everyone, "Are you pagan? Are you pagan? Are you pagan? Are you pagan? Are you pagan? (laughs) Are you pagan enough? Are
1: you pagan enough?
0: That would be a cool like video series for uh, Firelight. Yeah. Are you pagan enough? That's cool. Um, All right. So, little witch who needs advice. I guess you got it, right? Be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Don't be be afraid. Be yourself. Be yourself. I mean, God, look at us.
1: (laughs) I'm too much myself. I'm too tired to
0: hide. I'm too tired to hide. Um. All right. Need some prayers and good energy this way. So this this is somebody who wants. We're doing. We're just trying to knock out a bunch of um, listener emails today. So this is a person whose husband. They wrote this a long time ago, so this could all be dead water anyway. Maybe they got it, but a um, person was up for a job, a promotion, in a place that they really wanted to go to. She really wanted to go to it, and she was asking for some magical work, anything she could do to help, you know, kind of nudge things so that, you know, her husband would 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 get the job. Basically, so I liked how she worded it. She she didn't say like help help my husband get the job. She said help me do some some magic to give my husband the. You know the power and focus to to work as hard as he can so that he could earn the job. Crack that whip, woman. Crack it.
1: Make him go to work. <laughs> no, I would I would do I like candle magic, so I would do um, a green candle, and I would anoint it with a little success oil. Now, if you don't live near a magical store, you can get basil oil. You can get that at the oil section in the um, yeah supermarket. Yeah. And a little bottle of basil oil anointed with that throw a little bit of like silver glitter on it no but before you do all that carve it you know dollar sign or whatever Uh and then you anoint it and put a little glitter on it and i would i would light it on a thursday because thursday has to do with money jupiter success and all that Uh on a new moon and then as you light it, ask for what it is that you want.
0: Yeah. I would go with an orange candle and gold glitter. Mm-hmm. Um, for, orange for money. Orange for you know success, uh, for like recognition, winning honors. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know with gold glitter and solar symbology for um, not only keeping the husband's will focused, you know, and highly organized and whatever, but also to attract the attention of superiors. To see and and, maybe and the, to, the sun is about elevation to, or,
1: or maybe you could throw a little you know something for mercury uh-huh. for recognition and keep you motivated because yeah. that's work
0: yeah and listen if all else fails call the boss and offer to give him a blowjob
1: yeah that, that always works it works for me it works for me yeah so, <laughs> so what would you, you do what would you do to make a boss like you what would you to make
0: a boss like me
1: yeah Or mm-hmm. well, to keep him in check a binding ritual. Oh
0: well, yeah. There's lots of stuff you could do. like. It depends on what kind of what your situation is with your boss. If you have a boss who's always riding you hard, never seems to be satisfied with the work you're working as hard <laughs> as you can. Get a
1: new boss. Yeah,
0: get it. Fi- seriously. Yeah, leave. But if you can't, if for whatever reason you can't, there's lots of little things you could. You could like use honey and lavender, and you know things to sweeten the the, right. the disposition. You'd,
1: you'd take baths yourself uh-huh. in
0: that. Yeah. Um, if if they're a real tyrant and they're just being a real asshole, I I. Binding stuff really does work. I love to put people on ice. Mm. I love to take their take their picture, take whatever some personal item, anything. The closer that they that they've actually handled it or it's theirs, mm-hmm. the better. That's why people's hair, fingernail clippings, whatever Madonna's shit. You know, we talked about that <laughs> once. Yeah. Anything that brings you closer to that person um, through sympathetic connection, um, you you can exact. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can you can affect them. So uh, I like to put them in ice, and that basically yeah, just I shuts them about down. Those
1: ice- uh, rituals yeah you know, it's,
0: it's always great
1: I Forgot they would like store it in the back of my mind. they, sucks they when work you're, pretty good it
0: sucks when your electricity goes yeah, out. everything and thaws at once you're like, you're you, fucked. all these 20 people <laughs> now that you've had on ice come at you at once it's really sucking.
1: <laughs> get a generator yeah. make sure that you know or, or. Make sure
0: you have a plan for thawing it out too like don't just like keep them in ice and expect to keep them that way because we all know ice doesn't last forever. Mm. you know have a plan in place like it'll slow it down it'll ease up a little bit but do some other work to either use that time to like find another position in your company right maybe you know do some good magic to help your boss get promoted way it, out of your some, way.
1: Sometimes magic is like a um, like an aspirin where it, it, it eases the pain until you get rid of what it is it's um ailing you yeah, yeah so you know like you said you know maybe you want to put them on ice but you better get a plan b going yeah you know mm-hmm. to get out mm-hmm. you know you have to remember these things magic comes with a little responsibility and common sense mm-hmm. so for you folks out there that want to do magic think about what it is that you're doing and the what ifs
0: what ifs What is? All right, we got one last email, and then we're going to wrap it up. This one, though, we we need your tarot cards. No? You don't want to do that?
1: No, it's too depressing. I'll email him.
0: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're not going to do a tarot reading uh, on the air. No, seriously. All right, so I guess that's it for now, right?
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. Everybody... Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget, you can email us at eatmypaganass at gmail.com. You can become a fan on Facebook. Just type eatmypaganass, and uh, we'll pop up. Um, oh
1: wait! What? Um, Granny wanted to know how we came up with that name. Oh, remember? Yeah. You don't. You don't remember? I don't really
0: remember, actually. Yeah,
1: we we got together, and, we, and you and you're going, eat my. And I just said, fucking lucky, man, with his eat my whatever, you know? Uh-huh. And then I said, how about eat my pagan ass? And then that's how we went with it. Yeah. But you had you came up with the eat my
2: uh-huh. figures. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I said, how about eat my pagan ass? And so then
0: we went with it. Awesome. That's the best name out there. Yeah. Bitches. We are, <laughs> the, yes. we are the number one <laughs> pagan podcast. No, we n- we were number 15. Oh, we're number 15.
1: Well, no, I think we moved up to 8. All you guys go to Podcast Alley and vote for us.
0: Really? Yes. You really want people to do that? Do you uh, really care? It's Are cool. we even on Podcast Alley? They they've been they 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 keep fucking up my uh, feed or something like I thought we're, they were just We
1: were, we were the number old 15. Episodes. And then I looked I saw, oh my god, we're number 8. I was shocked. Shocked.
0: shocked. All right. Go to Podcast Alley if you want to. <laughs> Donate to the show if you want to. Yeah. Don't forget that.
1: Well, just keep listening. That's what counts.
0: That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And keep sending us emails and keep talking to one another. Yeah, we really love. Cool. We love it. Uh, and don't hate.
1: Don't hate. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Uh-uh. No. That's out.
0: And don't forget, show us, show us your penises. <laughs> <laughs> if you're over eighteen.
1: You're over eighteen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because we always and like that you're sort male. of thing. It is, it is Beltane. We want to see some maypoles.
1: <laughs> you're gonna. You, did you ever notice how many people are born in February? it? Everybody's born in February. Uh, Why? Because of Beltane. Because of, yeah. Right.
0: Well, I had. Well, I won't say anything. What? I was gonna say something, but I'm not gonna say anything. Say
1: it. Oh no. Come on, lucky.
0: No, I had a great, great makeout session last night. With oh god.
1: <laughs> see, I forced it. <laughs>
0: It was just nice. It was really just like, wow, in the rain, even.
1: I'm kissing in the rain. Yeah, really.
0: It was pretty hot. It was pretty hot and bothered. It was kind of wet. I was kind (laughs) of (laughs) wet. All right. All right,
1: right, folks. Thanks for listening. I love you all. Aw. And don't hate.
0: Don't hate. And if somebody comes up to you and they ask you, what's that piece of jewelry around your neck? And you tell them you're a pagan and they give you a hard time. What do you say to them? Eat my pagan ass!
2: Thank you.